0: And welcome to Fintech Insider, live from ZeroCon London 2019. I'm David Abreer. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Wonderful. There are humans here as well. It's great. Um, so it's the end of day one at ZeroCon, and we know you guys are just about at that level where you were sort of deciding between, do I get my fancy frock on to go to the party, or do I come and listen to this weird Fintech Insider podcast thing? So thank you, everybody, for being here tonight. Um, so, for me uh, and the FinTech Insider guys, it's really cool to be here at Xerocon. I mean, this is our third year now, I think, Producer Laura. Um, so, you know, third year here, every year this, this event gets bigger and bigger and bigger, which is which is super, super awesome. And while it's really sort of billed as an accounting event, um, I'm not really sure why, because actually it brings together much broader community in terms of what's happening with FinTech, what's happening in technology, big banking organizations here, and, and everybody's sort of in that ecosystem. Ecosystem. Um, so, from the scale and quality of, of actually who has been here, it, again, it just feels like actually uh, this is really becoming one of the, the sort of premier B2B FinTech events, which is fantastic. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm the CEO of 11FS. Um, I do all sorts of weird and wonderful things, which I'm not going to bore you with right now. Um, one of the ways that we do connect with people is obviously through this podcast. Um, so as I said, we're recording this podcast, and now I'm recording it live like I said to you a minute ago, so you can't pretend that like you didn't hear it later on. Um, so what have we got in store for you tonight? Well. We generally with FinTech Insider have two shows. There's the news show, so we're going to do a little bit of like announcements that have been made at XeroCon today, Um, and then actually we get into like an insight show. So actually that's where we get into the, the effing debate which actually is always really good fun because basically I just like seeing people fight, which is good fun. So it's all going to be very mild mannered. It's all going to be about actually what we're doing in the industry rather than a real fight. Is that, is that right? There's no actual fights taking? Okay, there might be an actual fight actually taking place. So we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, so first what we're going to do, so with the, the debate, what the debate is actually going to be about is what is the most important element of cash flows to SMEs. Now, cash flow with SMEs is the, the most critical thing. Having run a small business for the last three and a half years, uh, I can uh, really testify to the fact that cash flow in all of its weird and wonderful guises and everything that actually, the decisions that you need to be making on a day-to-day basis for that, um, actually are the, the, the beating heart of an organization. But we're going to drill down into really what it is that is the most important thing when you're doing it. And we have four amazing teams to kind of debate that. Um, but first, let's get on with the announcements and so let's get on with the news side of things. So, um, first up, should we bring up the first story? Where do we stand? Next to each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's, it's awkward standing around these yeah. blints, isn't it? I have to
1: say, you don't Elizabeth. know quite where you put like your hands. It's like a cocktail party all the cocktails. It is, yeah, I know. I mean, Can I- if Can we I could at that the, stage get some sort of hors d'oeuvres, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, Can I answer the, d- d- the debate already? It's payments. <laughs> is, that, is that ruined <laughs> it?
0: We'll, we'll get into that shortly. Okay, it's, it's nice to see people eager though. So, I mean, first first story that we had today was zero pay partners with TransferWise for bill and reconciliation payments. Um, so, to tell us more about this, we have Craig Walker, who is the co-founder and executive GM of payments and billing solutions at Zero. How's it going? Good. Uh, and also we have uh, Neilan Peres, who is the VP of growth at TransferWise. How's it going? Great. I mean, this seems like a, a pretty interesting deal here. So you've literally announced this today at Xero. Uh, Zero is making it easier for small businesses and their advisors to pay and reconcile UK bills uh, on the platform. Um, first domestic bill pay solution from TransferWise in the UK, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about it. What, what does this mean and, and why are you announcing it here?
1: Yeah, so uh, for the last few years, uh, we've put a lot of investment in the ingestion of bills. So we've had bills management in Xero for a long time. Uh, There's about 7 million bills that get processed in the UK every month. Uh, But we've never completed the the end of that, which is obviously the making of of payments. Uh, So we talked a lot about today about the investments we've done with the acquisition of HubDoc and the integration uh, of HubDoc into our bills process uh, you know our investments in AI and machine learning. Uh, but we really wanted to complete the end of that process, which is the actual making of a payment. Uh, every small business, every business needs to uh, process bills, needs to make payments. Uh, it's really slow and cumbersome to do that. You know, it's really hard, you know, inconsistency between banks, uh, doing batches is hard. Uh, and so we just wanted to make it seamless like we try and do with every other part of our product. Mm. Uh, and so we partnered with TransferWise, uh, to deliver a domestic UK uh, bill payment solution. Uh, so obviously TransferWise are known for the FX solution, uh, but here they've they've helped us build out this this uh, new pay with TransferWise feature, which is now integrated directly into uh, our bill pay process. So you, you can easily set, up a, a, a set it up, uh, c- connect your TransferWise account, uh, and just start processing bills. Uh, it's really easy, uh, and we've had some great feedback today uh, from partners who are really excited about it.
0: Cool. I mean, you guys have made a reputation of being sort of easy to integrate. Uh, you know, so, is this a sort of a natural extension of that?
2: Yeah. When we, uh, when we think about cross-border payments and payments in general, uh, we realize that not everyone in the world is going to download our app. And we need to be where the payments are happening, mm. either directly integrated into business, payment workflow, or with banks. Um, and so today, I'm pleased to announce uh, our uh, integration into Zero, hot off the back of our partnership with Go Cardless as well. Uh, and you can, you can see, a, we can imagine a world where 50% of the volume going through TransferWise is, going, is starting with the business and flowing seamlessly through their,
0: yeah. through their backend. And, and what sort of impact do you think this will have then? Because obviously, do, being able to do this, I mean, I'm, uh, again, I don't want to make this a too much of a zero love-in, but uh, we're a zero customer. So, Thank you very so much. So from my perspective, being in a situation where we can do those things directly actually in it, it just sort of changes that process quite dramatically, yeah. right?
1: It's all about giving you back time. Hmm. Uh, and paying bills is, it can be a very time-consuming process. Uh, we've, when, when we ran research on, on doing this uh, bill pay solution here, uh, we were talking to partners who were literally printing out uh, uh, a batch reconciliation report and going to, uh, on the tube to actually tick it off. And, you know, we can literally save hours for yeah. for some of those processes. And remember, uh, the bigger the business, the, the more time-consuming this is. So it just, it just completes a workflow and makes it more seamless, gives you back time. So yeah. I'm hoping that we save you time. I'll let you know. Um,
0: how did it come about? Is it literally that simple? It's like customers said this is a problem that we needed to solve and therefore we solved it.
1: So it was actually the, uh, you always say the third biggest, it was uh, one of the top three, uh, we ran some research and it was one of the top three things that customers said they wanted, uh, which was being able to pay bills in zero. So yeah, this was coming directly from customers uh, wanting us to have this feature. Fantastic. I mean, and
0: from your perspective, there's a benefit here as well, right? It's a huge benefit from a consumer's perspective, but actually doing more of that actually within the zero terminal is a, a benefit, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think the, the, there's benefits in, in kind of different guises. I think one for us is actually getting more bills information in. Uh, you know, we talked today, actually we're, we're talking today about a, a cash flow insights product. Uh, one of the key ways to to understand cash flow to uh, so actually understand your bills and so having payments in there is just a natural way for you to think well I'm going to get my bills in there so I can pay them well now this actually helps me generate cash flow insights and really start to understand my business yeah. uh, so it actually has flow on effects for our small business customers.
0: Fantastic well I mean congratulations on the it seems weird, congratulations on the partnership it sound, <laughs> makes it feel like you've just got married but it feels like that so well, congratulations anyway, thanks very much guys No worries. thank you, Cheers. well done Okay, so next story that we have is iWalker and Zero working together to improve SME lending. So come to the stage, guys. Give them a round of applause. <laughs> so we have uh, Ben Johnson, who is uh, payments and lending partnership lead at Zero, and we have Lara Gilman, who is the chief product officer at iWalker. How's it going, guys?
3: Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Very, very good. good. I mean, I'm. How many is that?
0: Three becks in now, oh, so I'm doing, I'm doing well. The debate is going to be... I'm meant to be keeping order in the debate, but we'll see what happens, essentially. <laughs> so um, so the announcement today, then. So um, so in August, it was announced that iWalker were the recipients. So congratulations on you guys, actually, from a funding perspective. the Everything that came to you from the Remedies Fund with RBS. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a pretty big one. $10 million on Paul C, which is pretty amazing. Um, and I think one of... One of the key parts with your commitments actually, that were the public commitments that were made with it, um, was about the open lending partnership with Zero.
3: Absolutely. Tell us
0: a little bit more about that. And actually, obviously, that was
3: six months ago now, is that right? Uh, no, no. So, we actually just got announced in, in August. And so- um, With we, the,
0: the remedies. With the remedies, yeah. exactly.
3: And the, the, we're kind of like, that was really a go live for us to really crack on. Yeah. Um,
0: so, what, what happened since congratulations, 10 million, then what happened?
3: Yeah, uh, so what happened since is actually, we kind of got to work. So this was obviously a core part of our commitments and, and within our VCR application, we were kind of excited about it because what it allowed us to do is really double down on new products, but yeah. really also start thinking more about where, how can we make finance more accessible. So our kind of product ambition was bringing finance when, where, and how customers need it. And so open lending allowed, made us realize that you know, we really need to build on our technology, and our infrastructure to, to make it more contextual and more available. And so zero is kind of the cornerstone partner to that um, and allows us, and basically kind of started doing that right away.
4: Yeah. I mean, what has this been from a zero
0: context perspective? Yeah,
4: absolutely. So over the last couple of days at the conference, you'll see that you know, Xero is owning and kind of helping build workflows for small businesses to send invoices and run reports and manage cash flow. But we don't, sort of, we're not a financial services business ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for us to really effectively help businesses get paid faster and, uh, and grow, we've got to partner with kind of best-in-class solutions and, and kind of figure out how we logically embed those solutions within Xero. Um, and so much like you've seen in payments over the last couple of days, we've sort of identified like, you know, working capital and, and actually being cash flow positive is really, really hard for small businesses, but they identify that need when they're, when they're in zero. Yeah. Um, and so what this really kind of means is the resources to go and uh, research for their customers, understand how they want to access capital on the platform, and then ideally tap in some of the expertise that I, Walker has sort of in Lara's team in the business to kind of build those products out, um, you know, in the right sort of way. So uh, we're super excited. Yeah. yeah,
3: and one of the things I add on to that is that an important part of this is how do we kind of take off the cognitive load of finance? It's quite, it's a lot of decisions you have to make around what kind of finance, what kind of structure, how does this work, is it good for me, who do I go for? And actually, by kind of making this objective, making finance more contextual, the aim is really to help small businesses just make it feel more natural, mm. like a solution that works. Yeah,
0: well, it, and like I say, uh, you've got the point where the problem is being identified and the solution to that problem. It's, yeah. uh, it's quite a natural fit there. So, I mean, so how far down the line are you now? Because I imagine, you know, the day after you were like, yay, ten million pounds, yeah. uh, but but actually now the, then took the a sort break. Of, then exactly took so a nap, the reality yeah. of everything that's happened with so for uh, you know for everybody who's listening, we've talked to this a bunch of times before. Mm-hmm. Remedies fund, I think it was eight hundred and sixty-three million pounds. RBS gave away yeah. to various different people. Um, that's an interesting thing to kind of have, and actually in the context of an SME space, is just huge. Yeah. Uh, so this is really where we start to see it's the the solution moving much closer to where the problem's being identified, right? Yeah,
3: and I think it's probably important from our side, what's happening concurrently is so this is one of our commitments, our other commitments around new, bringing new products to market. And so while we're working with Zero to understand what is the right context, what will work for Xero customers, what yeah. makes sense for them, we're also simultaneously working on what are the great new products that customers need, and so our other commitments are um, introducing a no personal guarantee, a loan that doesn't require a personal guarantee, and also bringing a new product to market, which uh, is called Iwaka Pay, yep. which um, really does kind of fit to the idea of how can we make payment terms easier for both buyers and suppliers yeah. um, using our engine. So kind of while we study the context and understand how Iwaka's engine can be used um, for Xero customers specifically, it's also allowing us to really accelerate our product development mm. more holistically as well, and so that gives us more options of things yeah. we can build with Zero.
0: Xero. And, and the, the matching there of like, product and Mm. distribution in that sense. Actually, you know, usually when you come up with a good idea for a product, it's like, well, let's see how many people we can distribute. Actually you've got a a great audience just to release that thing too. Which I mean it sort of
4: changes the game to a certain degree. It it does. And I think the wonderful thing about the zero customer base, so we've got you know half a million subscribers here in the UK that are already sort of actively engaging with FinTech and, and apps through our API. And so um, actually introducing new technology to our customers is, is already kind of pushing on an open door. Um, and so, we're really excited through, I guess, phase one of research and, and prototyping is actually talking to, you know, the 10,000 accounting partners we work with and the half-million customers we work with saying, does this resonate, is this kind of the right situation to introduce, you know, working capital to you, or is it just kind of, you know, not the, you know, is it a bit odd in this, in this context? Once we figure that out, and we think our walk is a great partner to help us do that, we know that we've got like 800 plus apps in our ecosystem that can help kind of contribute at the right point in the, in, in the workflow of the lifecycle. So, where we're at right now to answer your question is, uh, you know, using the resources of the BCR funding via our walker, to really understand where is the most effective place within Zero to introduce working capital, yeah. similar to how we've done with, with payments and, and open banking as well, yeah. so.
0: No, it, it makes huge amounts of sense. So congratulations, glad, glad to hear it's going so well and look forward to seeing how it develops more. So yeah. thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, David. Pleasure. All right, folks. So now we're going to get into the debate bit. Uh, we 're going to get into this sort of lo- the, the sort of loving argument as it were it's uh, it 's going to be really interesting we 've got a, a a group of people who are super passionate about the subject matter in terms of what they 're doing so it 's going to be fantastic to see how they they sort of uh, plan this out so um What we're going to be doing on the f debate is really looking at, again, what is the most important element when it comes to cash flows to SMEs. Um, You're about to witness four teams of two, so each representing one cash flow stage in an SME lifetime. Um, So, what we're going to be doing is, they're all, each of them are going to be going head-to-head for the debate. um, And we have those four teams which are spending, uh, payments, lending, and forecasting. And which one of these is most important when it comes to actually managing cash flow as, a, as, a, as, a, as an SME? Um, so, if you please welcome to the stage all of the contestants. I'm going to get very game show hosty, I think, on this one. I feel it coming out in me already. Um, so, if you welcome to the stage, so we have team spending. So, we have Carlo, who is the CEO of Soldo. Give everybody a round of applause. Uh, we also have Frankie, who is from Farnell Clark. How's it going, guys? Hello, great. Thank Hi. you. How's it going? I mean, I don't really have to ask you where you're from with those jumpers. It's uh, yeah, we, it's, it's very. We good. are aligned. Loving yeah. the swag. Okay, Thanks. next up we have Team Payments. So this is Pranav Sood, who is from is the VP of In- International Expansion at GoCardless. Uh, we also have Jonathan Barham, who is the Director and Co-founder at Radium. How's it going, guys? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, guys. How are you? Good. I mean, I love the swag again. Like <laughs> it's like the like really make you're setting a high bar for whoever the third one is. <laughs> all three, all two of you so they far. So, all right, team lending. We have Anil Stoker, who is the CEO of Market Invoice, as well as Lauren Harvey, who is the founding director at Full Stop. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. Let's go. Hey. I mean, slightly understated market invoice swag, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like after this, this was a, was a high bar, but well done. Uh, and last we have team forecasting. So we have Hannah Dawson, CEO and founder at Fruitschley, and Nikki Adams, director at Ad Valam.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've always wanted to be a game show host, but I've never had the hair for it. You know, like, I feel this is my moment, OK? Um, okay, welcome, teams. I don't know why I'm camping this up so much. It's, uh, it's, it's a very strange thing that I'm doing. Um, okay, hope you guys are feeling pretty pumped about this. You're all ready to sort of battle Top your teams. sides. Yeah. You all know what you're yeah. arguing for and against, essentially, yeah? All good to go? Yeah, right? You're yeah. feeling pumped on the, the argument? Oh, I know you are. You've been <laughs> hiding it up beforehand. But, um, so this is how it's going to go, <laughs> all right? Uh, We'll kick off with 90 seconds opening debate from each of the four teams. Um, So, that's 45 seconds per person. I presume you've worked out who's going first, who's going. This is essentially battle raps, okay, (laughs) for accounting things, which I think is going to be an interesting format to see how this works. Um, so, after that initial opening debate, I'll open to the floor in terms of debate is to, to basically argue amongst, you, amongst yourselves in terms of countering what the other people have said. Um, then you guys, from an audience participation perspective, have the, have the ability to ask any questions that you want to and be brutal. You know, this is going to be hilarious. If, the more brutal you guys are, the more it's, So, get another drink right now. Uh, it will make it much more entertaining, I think, for everybody who comes up. Um, and then the teams can give their summing up arguments, and then it's over to you guys as the audience to basically decide with a round of applause uh, when I go through the teams which one wins. Are we clear? You clear what you're doing? Can you explain it to me? Yes. Any volunteers to explain <laughs> it to me? Helen. Okay, we'll, we'll go with it. All right, teams, are you guys ready? Yes. Ready. All right, so audience, are you guys ready? All right. Cool. So, so the opening question for the debate. Yeah. So, why is the most important in terms of resolving cash flow, and how does this benefit SMEs over other life stages? So, team spending. So, Carlo, Frankie. Yeah. You guys are up first, right? Um, give us your pitch. Go for it. Are we ready with the time? Because I'm going to be, I'm going to be like really strict Who on the timing. Who are we the, at?
5: the time.
6: Yeah, yeah. The okay. timing starts I, now. I, I will start as a contrarian on one thing, just to challenge the challenge, and that's how could you say that that breathing is more important than eating or drinking? Let's just say that without us as a full stack, a company will die, just in a different way. Wait, is, is showboating allowed? Showboating <laughs> is allowed, It's good. <laughs> Having said that, of course, I can only say one thing. It takes money to make money. You have to spend money to do your business, to bring in over and to do things. So, without knowing where your money is going, well, you typically end up in a very tight spot. And that's why having control of your spending means two things. On one hand, enabling spending, without which you don't do anything in a business, so you don't go very far. On the other hand, without knowing your spending, well, sometimes you end up opening the drawer with nothing on it and that's a very nice thought. All right, pass the mic. Cool.
5: Um, So, spend management, that's something that exists from day one all the way through the life cycle of a company. And for accountants, education is the most important thing from day one, and it will change. So, day one is, how do I claim VAT back, what am I allowed to put through a company? Year five is, I need a purchase order system, I need some security, I need to know how my employees. And spending my money, education all the way through the life cycle, without control, you are nothing.
0: Okay. (laughs) Strong finish there. That was good. (laughs) Lovely. There was like fear, like fire in those eyes. To you guys specifically, so we'll move to you now. So, okay, so (coughs) on to team payments then. So, you've got your 90 seconds. Ready look, Producer Laura? All right, go. Doing good business is about
2: finding the space to do the stuff that you really care about. Some of that's about the financial space, it's about the cash, it's about having the visibility of when you're going to get paid. Some of it's about the emotional space, it's the well-being, it's the sense of certainty and confidence that you're going to get your money when, when, when you need it and when you expect it. When we think from a payments perspective about solving cash flow, we think about it almost like a car. These guys over here, they're the traffic cops. They don't want you to go too fast. They're going to slow you down. They don't want you having too much fun. These guys here, they're like a sat-nav. They're marginally better than a map, (laughs) but frankly speaking, we could just use use a map, we We could just use road signs. They work just as well, frankly. These guys down the end, they're like (laughs) the spare tire. They're gonna get you home, maybe, maybe get you to the t- maybe get you to the, the garage, but they're not gonna get you all the way to your destination. That's,
7: that's like describing a doctor like that.
2: Payments, <laughs>
0: payments is the engine. Payments is what makes your car go. All right, with time to throw shade, let's move on to the next uh, next one. So.
8: Yeah, I mean that's a great analogy, right? And I think pet, kind of like petrol is also the payments bit. It's the fuel that goes into it that makes everything work. But when we work with businesses, um, I think you know the thing we see is people don't go out to run a bad business and they're really conscious about being bad payers. Business owners hate being late with stuff like that. And the reason they're late is because they don't get money in quick enough. So when we work with a new business and we can chuck in Go cardless, or another payment system, the game changes day one, it's immediate, it makes a massive difference. Okay, speaking of late, I'm gonna have to cut you off there.
0: Okay, so uh, next up we have team lending. So you guys ready to give us your 90 seconds?
9: Absolutely. All right, go. So everyone knows that cash flow is the biggest killer of businesses. It's the lifeblood of any business. And right now, in this uncertain time, uh, having access to cash can give you the winning edge. And if you don't have access to cash flow or finance, then things are going to get 10x more difficult. Um, and it used to be that businesses were scared of lending. It was difficult to go and get finance, but now there are a plethora of different fintech lenders out there, super easy to use, integrated, smart, easy, that can provide the ignition to light up your business plan. So I would just say that ultimately revenue is vanity, profit is vanity as well, is sanity, <laughs> and cash flow is the reality. So you have to focus on, focus on your cash flow.
7: Yep, so uh, as Annie was saying, I, uh, for us, you know, thanks to all these other areas, we're now able to have the right discussions that lead us to be able to help with lending. So we've got great forecasting in place. We've got yeah, great manage. spend management thanks. in place, but we're the innovation and the real where the value add is for an organization where we are the default place to go to have the discussions about moving forward by um, having the right lending in place.
0: Team lending really Re- building bridges between all of the clients. <laughs> it's nice, go. yeah. It feels processing. like the UN suddenly. This is very nice. <laughs> all right, Team Forecasting, give us what you got.
10: Well, yeah. I think this is all really nice, you know, and we, we need you all, but actually you're not going to get lending without a forecast. You not. You don't really know what to focus on on payments without getting a forecast because, you know, unfortunately it's one of those areas that's the most difficult for small businesses to, business to understand and spend management, you don't really know what you can spend without doing a forecast. So I'm sorry, slam dunk.
11: Yeah, thanks for coming. This is a (laughs) SatNav. You're you're damn right this is a SatNav. And we're going to take you all home to the success for your business. So you're right. How do you know what to focus on? Because it's not all in the P&L. What about the VAT payments? What about HMRC? What about well, all well, of those things? Well, if
7: you haven't things? got the money for the
11: VAT payments, do you, well, you don't know whether comes. you're going to have them or not. This is the point. Unless you have a forecast and you drive your car, you're running, you're driving it like this, you're not driving your car, you know, looking through the rear view
10: mirror. I, I um, think, yeah, because you can, you can drive without a sat-nav, but here, who here drives without a sat-nav? Not many yes. Not one of you.
11: I mean, exactly. we're, in, we're in
0: central London. Who here drives? Really, uh, <laughs> let's be honest. This is true.
11: You wouldn't recommend any of your friends to start up a business without a plan and knowing where they're going to go.
0: Monitor All right, so on that note, done. good argument. Well, well done. done. So what I'm going to do is open up the floor and I want everybody to be reasonably friendly here so far. Like, I don't want to have to separate you guys, but if you guys can now go open, if you want to re- uh, kind of... Follow back if you want to like snap back to anybody's kind of point that they made. Now is the
8: time. Well, I think that was an interesting point by oh, forecast straight away. Well done uh, about yeah. payments because on, if you've got go cardless, listing, <laughs> you know when your payments are coming in. Why do you need to forecast? Not it? but isn't, isn't that yeah. one, one element? Isn't that one on element, the element the of the business? That you're however,
11: payments is one element. What about the revenue side of things? What about the staff implications? Yeah, but what this about is the HMRC? It's not about payments your money. In. You're all just
10: one element. You're
2: one element.
11: We're the entire business.
2: The better question is: Sure, you have a sat nav, but where? are you going without an engine without without an engine
10: so yeah,
11: the, end 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 the engine is the business the engine is the business yeah. no and what's
2: the do you have a business if you can't collect payments
7: No, absolutely I,
2: but you I, don't. I'm,
0: I'm glad i'm in between you two <laughs> 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 like, yeah,
7: just
2: business.
7: Is there, you know like cash is the, business, the are, engine are you and then, have enough of this well no and what do you
11: uh, oh, thank you know. for
7: pointing it out How if do you we don't yeah, but no, we forecast, but what do you do when you don't have Thank it? Thank you for forecasting. See? Yeah. Exactly. This exactly. team uses the forecast. Can, we <laughs> to, can So, we, we so just that's go two teams to
5: together. Let's yeah. just go back to basics. That All companies need to understand spend management. Granted, these guys as well. We need the money to come in.
8: But what if you haven't got any money to spend?
5: Well, you need to spend money to make money. You need to...
8: So if
5: a business just spends, it's not a business. No, absolutely. Business but the education it, comes back to the, the yeah. small businesses need to understand us first. They need to understand every principle about business first before they even get to your end of the stage. Because if they don't, don't understand don't, but, but that's and don't point. realise so how help important them understand it is,
11: exactly what the implications but, of those yeah, decisions are. but what are you going to
5: forecast if you don't know what you're able to spend or why you're spending it? And understand but the, the forecast basis tells you exactly business. what you
11: can spend so versus yeah. your revenues. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. And then you bring in a solution to help you do those things. But you, but to be able to understand yeah, whether one. your business is viable, you need a forecast to be. Yeah, with. day one you need
5: to understand spending.
6: so. so, so. so of course yeah, it so does. you can't spend more than your revenues
5: yeah loads well, well, of companies do they
6: that. are here <laughs> exactly here. for that i mean i mean you you so, can so spend more point. than your revenues but you're pretty screwed at that point aren't you to be oh, fair but. Oh, so it's depends, a short it's, it's a time question of course <laughs> to build a business you spend more than your revenues in order then to have higher level of revenues that's that's the the engine But if you, of but growth, if you forecast
11: though. that you are overspending, if you don't know what the behaviours that you are undertaking yeah, yeah. today, what the impact that they have on the future, you're screwed anyway. So if you, you know, if you're spending faster than you're collecting, yeah, you're screwed. But that comes back to the if you then take of funding, what if you suspect. then take funding and you don't know the implications what of what the funding the is going to have on your business, you also are. Yeah, yeah, but we're falling is, into uh, the trap. He business. wants us
6: to. He wants the blood.
0: Hey,
10: oh, not
11: wait,
6: wait, about me. <laughs> Don't make There's
10: this no, about me. It's yeah. about you guys. <laughs> you oh, of course,
6: blood more than love. But, but the right. thing is, yeah, yeah, we can argue a little bit. Just one thing: you said it's spend management. It's not expenses.
10: Absolutely. No, but spend, Absolutely. spend management is one thing. It's one thing, isn't it?
6: But if you uh, think outgoing what keeps
10: a business owner awake at night? No, no, is not saying. knowing where they what are. It's not knowing if they've got enough money or if they haven't got enough money. So you know that. So that. But it's the hardest concept. I think for you know a cash flow forecast is the hardest thing for an SME business owner who's got no financial knowledge. It's the hardest thing for them to understand, in my opinion.
0: All but right. If, on that note. On that note, I'm going to draw just it to one. it. Because I, I feel we might be at Smashing Glasses' territory now. It was, it's just good to move on at this stage. And Neil, I saw the rage in your eyes. So uh, <laughs> we're going to move on at this point.
7: bad list we're yet, so a if it goes old. really nasty.
0: <laughs> well, save it for the later rounds is all <laughs> I'm saying. So, All right. So that concludes the opening arguments. And, and to be fair, it's clear the competition is clearly heating up. Um, so what we're going to be doing is going on to the next question. So... Uh, which category has seen the most digital innovation? Um, so uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see this. So I think in terms of each team having uh, two minutes on the uh, on the clock, and I think getting that that view of kind of where we where we go to. So I mean, starting with you guys, has how has your area seen a significant digital disruption? So
5: I think if you just look outside there it shows the amount of advancement in monitoring employee expenses, using Soldo to control that and know what's coming in. You've got Approval Max that controls who buys what and why. You've got Receipt Bank for capturing it. It's, it's out there that shows the advancement on our side first. And it, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> Over to you.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so,
0: oh. I, mean, I mean, that was a good 23 seconds. I
5: thought I, thought I did well. Based on I the well. first question, you've yeah. left him loads of time. That's
6: yeah. good, so. Uh. I'll chip in. <laughs> so, I will take the contrarian point of view. And I would say we're just beginning to scratch the surface of what can be done. The whole point is not just the basic transactions outgoing going transactions. It's the whole logic and the management of all the processes that are behind money getting out in one way or another. So exactly as practice is going from compliance into advisory because that's the value added, we still have a long way to go from the execution of payments into the full end-to-end management of the reason why people pay. Mm -hmm. We're still doing bank transfer. We need to pay invoices or payroll, bringing the intelligence of understanding the why of the business integrated into the the banking side. Banks today know nothing about the why. I move money from A to B. That's my job. Not enough. I don't do compliance anymore in a practice. I do advisory because that's not enough. This is the evolution. We're just at the beginning.
0: Nice. With 10 seconds to spare, Uh, feeling confident. Love it. Moving uh, on.
5: uh, So, you want to use the
0: 10 seconds? Let's let's
6: send a a, a (laughs) a love. You're going to give
0: them 10 seconds to. to Yeah,
6: I'm sending the love to revenues because historically, evolution and and, and innovation in the revenue side has preceded anybody else because it's where you start. There you go. All right, guys, you got uh, two
0: minutes. Tell us uh, which category has seen the most digital innovation so far.
8: Yeah, I think when you look at payments and the, the innovation across FinTech, it's been absolutely incredible. Where you used to have a small group of high street banks who monopolised and he manipulated that industry, and for small businesses now to be able to set up a go cardless account in kind of a handful of minutes, get it linked to zero, get money rolling in, to now kind of we're seeing stuff with zero pay and being able to manage that outgoing payment process as well—it's just absolutely incredible. Now the power that small business owners can have and the borders to entry are effectively just completely gone, and it's it's kind of. Some of the other things here, like the innovation across the whole of the industry is incredible. But in some places, we're kind of digitizing things that existed. Whereas in payments, you're taking something that just couldn't be grasped by small businesses and giving it to them. Nice.
2: Yeah, I mean, I fully agree. I think I should also start by saying I think there's been a ton of innovation across the board. And that's not... Don't just, start being friendly. Well, I'm, I'm slightly worried about getting jumped on the way to the DLR tonight. So I think <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to rebuild... Right. I'll as, protect you, mate. As the smallest man on the stage, I need to Ta- rebuild take my Take that jacket uh, off. My, Nobody will know. No, look, there's been a ton of innovation everywhere. I think building on Jonathan's point, the, the salient question is, what was the past and what does the future look like or what does the present look like? We look at the past in payments, it's bank transfers, it's cheques. Remember those? Um, in the US still 50 percent of the B2B payment volume goes through that payment mechanism, believe we, it or not. We,
0: we've got a lot of listeners in the US, you've just defended a lot of people, I'm just, it's, I, I'm it's just, fine. I'm yeah. just
2: stating truth, I'm just telling truth to power, I can't <laughs> help it. Um, that's the past. Where we are now is a world where you can access payments through your accounting software, through whatever kind of software you want. Payments are in the Cloud. And I think, as Jonathan just said, we're only just starting to unlock the potential. So, you know, cross-border, that's something that we've actually just announced recently ourselves and Zero, doing stuff with Transvisor as well, which is fantastic looking at things, looking at ways to, to improve the reconciliation, the reporting experience, looking to ways to make everything that you do as a business owner integrated, seamless, frictionless, so that you guys can focus on what you actually care about, which is running your business. And I think, you know, as Carlo said, p- payments has led the way. Um, payments will continue to lead the way, and I'm super
0: excited about where we can go. Nice. With a second to spare, <laughs> we'll go into forecasting.
10: Well, I'm showing my age here, but we've been in practice for 18 years, and the the element that's really frustrated me as a business owner and in practice and our clients is not having decent forecasting tools and having to use blooming Excel, can I swear? Yeah. Bloody Excel.
0: You could go <laughs> a lot worse than that, honestly. No we ticked no that so explicit box, box a Excel long time ago. Excel in our
10: business completely. <laughs> With, um, so we've been waiting for products like Futurely to come along. So I'm going to pass over to Hannah here. So if we strip it back and we look at businesses today, are
11: any business, in fact, you you know that you're making a decision here and it affects something over here. You haven't got a full-time finance function. You don't have analysts. But you do know that you're working reactively with what you've got. And it's not just about the financial uh, data that you have. It's about the non-financial data, because often that's where you're making the decisions. So whilst there has been, you know, to date, a ton of innovation in our sector, what we're going to start seeing, and we're going to be leading the way, is connecting this ecosystem together from a decision-making and forecasting perspective. Because actually we have to layer in all of the elements of how customers behave, how you're behaving with suppliers, what happens with payments, what's happening below the fold within the balance sheet. Can I take one more stuff? Can I not? Should I be, you know, can I do it? Create a new product line. Do I need to move premises? All of those things. If I do it blind, if I do it without understanding the implications of it, I don't know whether I need funding. I don't know whether I need. You know, I don't know what I need to do. So, being able to reimagine a new experience that um, changes customer behavior, changes consumer behavior, because actually forecasting is quite a bit of a dirty word. It does, you know. It's something that people do for a funding event today. It's not being used as a sat-nav, and that's the behavior that I think that the innovation you'll see within our sector is going to start changing. It will be a completely different behavioral driver that will prioritize the most important things that they need to action on that will impact the future of their business every day.
0: Wow, like bang
9: on two minutes. That was impressive. You practiced that. Come on. (laughs) Uh, team lending. So we would argue that lending is one of the hardest things to innovate. Right? because with lending you have to not only take data, have a great customer experience, you have to make sure that money that goes out comes back with interest. And uh, this is a very, very tough thing to do, and why it's one of the last preserves of the banks. The banks have been controlling it for so long um, because they had the data locked up, now we're able to ingest it through integrations and be able to make these decisions faster and better. So I would argue that actually the biggest innovation is around the stuff that's the hardest. Um, and you know, without getting too personal, payments is plumbing, it's just uh, you know, infrastructure, <laughs> um, you know, cash flow <laughs> is uh, you know, cash nice. Cash flow
11: tells people cash whether s- they need you or Cash flow not. For-
9: forecasting is nice to like, it's basically just taking debt and putting it into charts which is, you know, <laughs> a, you know that's, that's, that's nice. Anil, that's you need nice. us, you need that's us. Fundamentally, need the, fundamentally, to the, the, the <laughs> hardest thing someone will do is you go and say, I need money, I need 100,000, I need a million to grow my business. And the innovation around that is the toughest and what's just happening now.
7: I, I, think, as a, I think as accountants, you know, and I very much class myself as running a business as well, I think it's super exciting. We've got this new way to help businesses. We've been helping them with spending and buying and forecasting for centuries almost. That's what we've been, you know, and now, as a business, we're able to help with lending too, so.
9: The maximum value add you can yeah. give to a business.
7: Yeah, how, how do you know if you can afford the repayments?
9: Oh, oh
11: the forecast will tell you that, yours, yours is already in place, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are new yeah. stuff.
7: Yeah.
0: Using two minutes and five seconds of somebody else's time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you guys done? You good? You got it we all out of you your were system? You good for now? You were. We were interrupted. I mean we're I can heckled. give you another twenty seconds if you want to showbone a little bit. It's it's come fine. back. Oh, come fine, on. okay, cool. Cool. So I mean I think there's a good argument set out for most of these players. And I mean I'm sure you have a sort of a favorite here. But why don't we do maybe a minute of closing statements across the piece? So if we do one minute across all of you, so one a minute each. To do closing statements, and then it comes to you in the audience to basically decide who wins. Okay, so really pay attention to this last one because you guys are basically deciding who wins this or not. So, start, wrap up, make it the best minute
6: of your life. Okay. Oh, come on. Uh, so, yeah, about us, uh, as we said, as uh, as payment or let's say more in general, any kind of spend or even more in general, any kind of process handling money and information about money, this is just the beginning. What we're building is the next step. It's, if you think uh, what has been the uh, greatest level of innovation, it's not the greatest level of innovation what we've seen so far, that's not even started the movie, it's just the, you know, the trailers before the movie starts. What's gonna happen is a blend between the bank and the information about the bank something that has been separated at birth originally by the difference between a regulated business, being a bank, and the information technology business, the information about this thing. And, and between these two world there is a huge gap filled with manual labor in the back office. No help at all. So that's, that's the future. What we're building turn. is something... It's my turn. It's your time. <laughs> that's what we're building. And that's, that's, and that's, still, that's what still, we're still trying going. to make.
0: <laughs> building a platform for everybody. Yeah.
6: And, and we're future. proud to be infrastructure. It's Somebody it's said that, that's just infrastructure. Yes, mm-hmm. we, will, we want to be the infrastructure. And in any stack you build things on top of the infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. Go on, give us uh, 20 seconds. Yeah,
5: I'll give me 20 seconds. Um, spend management is something that as accountants, we can educate our clients on. It's something accountants are weirdly obsessed with what our clients buy. That means we're talking to them, we're educating them. If they don't understand it, they're going down the toilet because they will spend all their money that they don't have. They need to understand the pattern and the growth of their company and how to flex their spending. Uh, the software and tech outside gives accountants uh, insight, control. We can give advisory and make sure that. You're good? Yeah, make sure uh, that people stick to spending correctly and that they manage their money. If they don't manage it, you are all out the picture.
0: All right, thank you, team spending. Thank all you.
8: right, team payments, you got. Two minutes to wrap up. Cool. So, obviously, we've got four really important elements here. Um, <laughs> part of the thing with running a small business is you face a huge amount of uncertainty. So, you need the planning piece and you need the other bits to help you through. But none of it works if you don't have that lifeblood coming in, the cash coming in, the ability to manage it and control it. I think anyone who owns a business knows, and I've, I've been through this myself, having switched on Go Cardless in my own business about four or five years ago, that first time I saw those payments automatically drip into my bank account, no phone calls, no emails to chase, none of that stuff, that causes stress and I and mean the, the love
0: in this team is real
8: oh no it's genuine it really is but, but you know you, you threaten that breakdown of relationship as soon as you have to chase people having that certainty and that control in your hands rather than relying on something else or you know a forecast where you're guessing what's happening you've got real certainty there of what's going to happen that's when kind of life suddenly gets easier as a business owner cool I
2: agree with all that
8: um, and I think done I'll move on no, yeah, I I've, got, I've got one more thing
2: to say which is Agree with Jonathan, all of these parts are important to being a successful small business owner, or frankly a business owner of of any size. But the question we're trying to answer here is, what's the most valuable aspect of cash flow to SMEs? So, the question I want to ask you guys in the audience is this, which is, if you could only do one of these four things, which one would you do? You only do spend management? Cool. Do you have a business? No. You only do lending? Do you have a business? No. You only do forecasting, you've got some nice charts. Do you have a business? No.
11: Charts.
2: But you Thanks only for do payments, <laughs> you've got a business. You're a business owner. Congratulations.
0: Wow. That's all I want to say. Somebody always makes it a semantic argument, don't they? There's always <laughs> that one guy and it's this guy. But yes, interesting. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Team Payments. So uh, Team Forecasting, what, you've got uh, one minute each. Okay. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, go.
10: So I think the thing is, As I said before, you know, a business owner, a lot has been discussed today about education and the talking point and the central focus is the forecast. You can't have a conversation with your clients, you don't really know what to focus on unless you've done a forecast. It is a difficult concept for small businesses to understand. So when you look at the growth curve we looked at this morning, I think that gap is because business owners don't understand the the impact. And the only way we can really educate them is to have a forecast and then explain how cash impacts in their forecast and what-if scenarios. Okay. None of you guys can do what-if scenarios. It's true. I don't know what about these chart things are. It's all the pretty charts. It's
11: not pretty charts. It's about taking data, whether it's financial or non-financial. It's about use, using the best in AI and machine learning to predict forward. It's about putting a human element to that as well, because we're not psychic. I wish we were, you know, but we're not. And about overlaying the assumptions of the business simply and by taking absolutely what that business needs to know and presenting it in a prioritized action feed that says these are the things that you need to focus on. The things they need to focus on may then be one of our kind friends here, but they will never get the business (laughs) until we've told them that they need it in the first place. I rest my case.
0: Thank you very much, Team Forecasting. Team Lending, your closing arguments, please.
9: So we started Market Finance because we wanted to help people, companies that wanted to raise money, get the cash they need to fulfill their ambitions. And we all know, imagine you're sitting and you've got your team, your startup team, and you're doing, you've got a great product, and Amazon, you're selling on Amazon, you're making a lot of profit, but you know that Amazon's going to take you 90 days to pay you. Right? Someone comes in and says, we can, uh, it's okay, you know, people, we can pay people, that's okay. Wow, cash flow forecasting, we can see that we have a hole but there's only one thing that can fill the hole while you're waiting to be paid by Amazon and you want to do other stuff with that money, and that's working capital, that's cash flow, that's what finance can do for your business. We want to solve that frustration when you're looking at the plan and you don't know how to get the cash to to solve what you want to do, we're there to help you. And I think that's the most important thing that we can achieve.
7: Yeah, as as accountants, it's great, you know, we love businesses, we love tech increasingly, and um, we've, taken advantage of all these lovely other teams that we're up against tonight. And then for us as a business, what are we doing now? What's the answer next, you know, the so what? Well, it's, I found this gap or this isn't going to work quite as I thought. What do I do about it? Do I go and speak to a traditional bank manager? Do I go and talk to somebody else? Or seen as you know me so well, can you help me with this? And you know what? Yeah, now we can. And that for us has just been, I never trained to do this, but it's so great that we're now doing it.
0: Fantastic. Okay. So, now you guys are sort of in charge, really. Um, I think it sort of comes down, I think we've heard pretty good arguments, I think you'll say, from, from each of these, these camps. Um, but what I want to do is um, get a round of applause for everybody. Give everybody a round of applause. And that was just so I knew that you could. So, that's good. So, we know that you can. So, now what I'm going to do, by a a round of applause, what I want to hear is your vote, and only vote for one of them. Don't go voting for everybody. (laughs) Like, this is not an everybody gets a medal one of those scenarios, okay? Um, In terms of the order of who you think has won the debate, okay? You ready? Okay, so at the end, we've got team spending. So give them a round of applause if you think they won the debate.
7: Yes. Gotcha.
0: No. Team spending, clapping for themselves there. Well done. That was good. <laughs> uh, okay, team payments. Give them a round of applause if you think they won. You gotta be lying. <laughs> okay, team forecasting. Give them a round of applause if you think. And team lending. Producer Laura, I think there's like a, is there a split decision here in terms of, so funny. is it essentially between <laughs> forecasting and lending? Or forecasting, forecasting and, Come on. and payments. Okay, so huh? uh, we're going to narrow it down to two finalists. I'm sorry, guys. But apologies, <laughs> you're out. So so if you, can, if you believe that it's uh, for team payments, give me a round of applause. If you think it's for Team Forecasting, give us a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give it to Team Forecasting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Vicky. <Nikki. laughs> Who
0: celebrates by throwing alcohol in the air, which I, de- I feel it's almost Grand Prix-esque. So uh, congratulations on the win. Uh, would you like to make some sort of winning speech at this stage? I we, we,
11: we, we want to thank the participants for coming yes yeah. <laughs> And, uh, no, genuinely, that was brilliant. Thank there. you so much. Well. Thank you, But we knew we would win because it was, the, it was the right decision.
0: I mean, you were pretty confident beforehand, I have to say. So I'm it's just it's trying to
11: zone people out. <laughs> I'm going to tick you down. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> fine. I love to see the sports thing coming in into this. So congratulations to our winners. Comminu- com- commiserations, yes. which is hard to say after three beers, yes, uh, to so all of our <laughs> participants. I'm not going to say she losers because you did really well. Going, uh, but it? well done for all of the arguments. Um, so on that note, that concludes a very special FinTech Insider live at ZeroCon 20. Thank you to so much of our guests, so Craig Walker, Neilan Perez, Ben Johnson, Lara Gilman, Uh, from Team Spending, give them a round of applause again. From Team Payments, give them another round of applause. (laughs) From Team Lending, give them a round of applause. And our winners, give Team Forecasting a round of applause. Thank you so much to everybody at Zero for giving us the stage this evening. And thank you to everybody for listening. If you've liked what you've heard this afternoon, subscribe to FinTech Insider on Spotify and all of the other areas you can find a podcast. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Well
5: done. Well done.